0: Geek vibes Nation, and welcome back to the second episode of Seven Hells, our Game of Thrones breakdown uh, that we're going to be doing for the final season. Uh, we have a very special guest tonight. It is the woman who got me into Game of Thrones, so I, I owe her a lot for this, uh, Rhea Booth. What's up, Rhea?
1: Hey, not much. I'm very excited.
0: Yes. Like, ah, uh, God. I, I, it, it's so crazy to think that like four years ago um, you were just like yeah dude you should totally watch this show like I think you would dig it <laughs> um, and I was like yeah you know like yeah, it seems like a commitment I think at that time there was like three seasons and you're like There just like try it and like I watched the first episode and then binged the first three seasons leading up into season four and have been so fucking hooked ever since so you changed yeah. my life yeah right?
1: thank you <laughs> <laughs> well you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, it seems know, like so long ago.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Um and mm-hmm. joining us tonight, of course,
2: is the
0: man himself, Dane Alves. What's up, Dane?
2: Yeah, what up, Dizzy D up in this bitch. I love you with
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty much the best. Um, alright, well, let's jump into it. So first things first, the first big thing that happened, Jamie's fucking trial um man like they didn't waste any time they got right into it went straight to the trial we got the uh the scene of Danny talking that they uh put in the promo last week um a lot of shit going on here what did
2: you take away uh
0: from this scene Dane
2: uh just a good way to start things off um Getting back to the ending of what we had last week with the stare-off of all stare-offs between Bronn and, uh, and Jamie. Um, you know, Jamie knew he was going to be in hot water when he got there. Um, I like how it starts with Danny doing the thing in the uh, trailer uh, from last week, you know, stating, like, what we would do to you. Here's a problem, Danny, and I'm going to have a couple problems with you throughout this whole entire thing, Khaleesi. Uh, your dad was an asshole. Uh, I don't know if you know that or remember that he was kind of called the mad king for a reason but uh yeah uh right off the bat she's just she's uh one of my favorite characters but she's become extremely arrogant uh compared to how she was uh when she first started her quest on uh changing things basically in Westeros. So there's that but um I love how Jamie you yeah, she's, know he, she's come a long way from her whole
0: breaking the wheel thing doesn't seem like she's really about breaking
2: the wheel anymore. <laughs> no, she just wants the throne. She wants the power, and we'll go. We'll probably dive obviously more into that with uh, what happens with the sure. conversation with with, uh, with John. But um, I like how Jamie didn't yeah. back down. Um, I, I love how he said, you know, I would do it all again. He's like, I was fighting for my house. That's exactly what you do in battle. I was at war with you. I was at war with you. You know, and obviously there's some there's some kind of bullshit there because Jamie was he's a different man than he was at the beginning of this right after he killed, uh, the King, you know, anyway. So yeah, he was much more arrogant, but he was true to that. You know, it was, it's more, it's about what you're, you know, doing towards your house. So I just love the, um, the, the statement that Braun made where he said the things we do for love. Uh, yeah. And just like, I'm sure Jamie right there was like, oh fuck now I'm screwed. He's going to talk about this and then no, no one's going to be on my side. But, um, you know uh Brienne really had his back and she vouched for him and uh that's all it took for Sansa even though she did not communicate with the apparent queen of Daenerys uh Sansa gave the final order and said all right you're cool and that was it and you could definitely tell Danny was not happy about that which led to a conversation between the two of them but uh uh then then we got Danny kind of being a dictatorian right afterwards yes he fucked up uh but Jorah kind of stated it better later that people screw up, basically. Like, you know, you need to re re reevaluate stuff because it's not like you've been perfect the whole entire time. But uh, overall, great scene, and um, love the interactions, and, you know, Bron just basically, he needs Jamie more so for the battle. Like, he's more important to him in that aspect, now that he's a three-eyed raven, than getting him killed at the beginning of it because of past stuff that he doesn't care about anymore. So I thought that was... Really cool when Jamie went and apologized to him. Um, And also the statement that he said, you know, Jamie's like, so what are we going to do afterwards? And Brian was like, well, well, how do you know there isn't afterwards? It's like a lot of ominous stuff that's like, you know, we don't know. And and what what does he know? Seriously, what does the Three-Eyed Raven fucking know? And doesn't that drive everyone crazy that he knows everything that's going to (laughs) happen? He appears out of nowhere. He can fucking teleport now like Nightcrawler, but I digress. Incredible scene, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's funny that you mentioned the
0: the um, the scene between he and Jamie, uh, between Bran and Jamie, um, uh, you know, like that, that particular scene, I it's definitely like my favorite scene with Bran, um, probably since he became the three eyed Raven, <laughs> like he did, like a, all of his scenes are really fucking creepy, but that one was actually like not creepy. Um, and like kind of cool. And I very much enjoyed it. Um, but as as for the trial, uh Rhea, what did you think about uh, Jamie's trial and and you know, what did you uh take away from it stand standout moments for you?
1: Um, I felt it was uh it was I don't think Danny is very arrogant. I'm totally on her side all the way. Uh, like I think she was trying to put up this sort of tough facade in front of the Northerners. She's like trying to win them over, you know, so she's giving mm-hmm. the Lannisters crap which is totally what they want to see. You know, they want, they don't uh, want to see yeah. like, you know, this weak, you know, foreign girl in there, you know, telling them what they should not shouldn't do. So ultimately I think it was good that the, you know, John and Sansa made the decision. She's like, all right, yeah, cool. Um, because that, I mean, she's just trying to win over the North really, I think. Uh, yeah, it's weird for them seeing her there. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's I, – I like her – I like that she's, like, super tough and, like, stern with everybody that comes across because, <laughs> like, that's what, that's what queens are. That's what they're supposed to be like, you know? Yeah.
0: No, I mean, very much so. I mean, that's – you know, I, I kind of – I guess lean would lean a little more towards what Dane was thinking, but I didn't really think about it coming from that perspective. I mean, she definitely, it definitely would not have been a good look for her to kind of um, bow to the the Lannister outsider, especially given that she's already taken another Lannister as her hand.
1: Um, Yeah, and she was given him crap publicly. Right. Yeah, she was yeah she so, she was, like, like kind of scolding Tyrion in front of everybody, and everyone's like, oh, all right, well, that's fair. <laughs>
0: yeah, so like I I definitely get it from that perspective, um, for sure. I I just think like, um, you know, from the from the other side though, like there are more important things at hand. Um, and you know, I mean, I I, I get that. You know, she's I guess trying to, um strike a little bit of fear in Jamie. But I mean honestly it it doesn't really work. <laughs> like, you know, I mean like like Dane said, he's he's like, fuck it. I'd do it all again. Like uh, um I liked that aspect of it too. And we we kinda buried the lead on this one. Um because I, I feel like the big standout of this whole scene was fucking Brienne. Like Brienne of Tarth oh, coming in yeah. to vouch for Jamie. And like God, that was just fucking awesome. Like when she stands up And goes and stands beside him, and is just like, you know, like, I I know him, he's honorable, like, I I believe him. When, you know, Tyrion was not going to be the one to save his ass, Um, you know, like, that was fucking awesome. And, obviously, that leads into um, some more awesome things that we will discuss uh, in just a little bit. Um, But, yeah, that, that, like, scene just fucking, it just warmed my heart. And when he, like, looks over at her, and she says she would... She would, like, proudly fight beside him. Like, um, I was just like, yes, like, so awesome. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's again kind of weird. Um, the, like the way the scene ends. You know, um, the queen stands, and then you know both Sansa and John, for different reasons, are just kind of like, yeah, we're fucking out. <laughs> Especially John. Yeah, like, John's just like, You're right. it
1: was like, incredibly awkward.
0: Yes, very much so, and uh, you could kind of feel that tension, um, that tension uh, building, Um, and of course, both of those situations somewhat come to a head, um, you know, later on in the episode. Um, All right, before we move on to one of those building tensions, uh, Dane, do you have anything to add from uh, this kind of – these bits of scenes, uh, whether it be – anything else that sticks out to you about the trial or um like any of, any of the conversation that like um that Jamie had with Brienne, you know, uh you know outside the wall or the conversation that he had with Tyrion um when they were in Winterfell?
2: Um oh man, the the one with now I have everything labeled. Yeah, actually the one with Tyrion and Jamie um, uh when they're talking about, you know, Cersei and whether or not uh you know Daenerys is different than her father obviously that Jamie was questioning um but i love that Tyrion once again puts his brother in his place and says she never fooled you you knew exactly what she was and you loved her anyways and of yeah, course we get that wonderful st- we, lo- we-, we get that wonderful story afterwards of Tyrion saying that he wants to be 81 with a belly full of wine and a whore on my coat.
3: <laughs> Uh,
2: and, but the, the main thing that happened from that scene that was kind of a question that, I mean, this is crazy, but remember what the White Walkers are, and we don't know what's going to happen with this battle and what goes forward. How Tyrion says that wouldn't it be crazy if he killed Cersei as a White Walker? And remember, within right. the whole entire I, idea of the storyline, that, you know, a brother, I'm pretty sure it's just a brother. I could be wrong about that. I'm not the biggest a, uh, Game of Thrones. A younger
0: fan. sibling.
2: High Valyrian, Okay, so Ty- uh,
0: the Valancar is 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 the just is a the younger sibling.
3: brother.
0: Yeah, but so is Pretty
3: sure it's brother. High
2: Valyrian is
0: High Valerian is gender neutral though, so it could go either way. Just a younger sibling. I'm, I'm
2: just saying the concept of Tyrion turning into a white walker from this battle and inevitably killing his his sister, is that something that would still kind of go within that whole premonition or uh, yes, I what? feel like that somewhat would.
3: I don't know if that's
2: foreshadowing or, or created stuff for stuff that might happen later or it was just a line drop for the fuck of it just to be like something to laugh at, but it just stuck up to me. But that's about, that's about it
0: pretty much. Yeah. It was, a, it was especially funny because the the line was mentioned so nonchalantly because obviously um, Jamie had kind of walked off so he could um, view Brianne down and uh, Podrick, you know, training, um, you know, the, the various different, um, We'll call them soldiers, um if you will um but uh but yeah, I mean, the fact that it was dropped like that is is kind of a throwaway line and and our attention went with jamie um maybe I mean, maybe it is, who knows uh Ray, yeah, I love in, in, I, anything in, oh go ahead, Dave,
2: oh uh, no, I was just gonna say I, you know, he would have given him that same look uh if he was there, Jamie would have uh that he gave him after he was like, "I wish your father was here." And, like, Jamie's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you killed him. <laughs> and
3: he's like, to see us,
2: you know, dying in winter f- – oh, okay, okay, that's fine. But, uh, yeah, that that's yeah. also – I think that if, if Jamie was there in that moment, he probably would have looked at him like he had a million heads. Like, you want to turn into a zombie and kill the sister that I'm in love with. Got it. Great. Thanks, Tyrion. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um,
0: Raya, same question. Any, any of those uh, bits of those scenes or anything in that mix that uh, stood out to you?
1: Um I don't know. I was totally expecting most of the episodes just be people talking, so I was uh I had my expectations real low. <laughs> and then they were just <laughs> blown out of the water. It was it was it was totally I don't know. It was a it was one I think it was my favorite episode of all time. Maybe my number two.
3: Wow. Sure.
1: That's that's really high praise. I was telling Dane before we, we yeah. um
0: came on the air. Um I definitely think it is, like, my favorite build-up episode of all time. Like, yeah. As far as well, it
1: reminds me a lot like Lord of the Rings.
2: Yeah. You know, like when, the battle, like when they're preparing for
1: battle. Yeah. Especially yeah.
2: the song, yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah very much
0: so. Um, and I yeah, just like, feel I mean, a
1: lot of anxiety now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well,
1: thanks. Dane had like a,
0: a a good idea, and I think I'm gonna do this too. Um, he said he was gonna watch this episode right before the next one, um, so like, it, it, you know, it, it, you can relive all of those really nice moments that we got in this episode. Um, you know, yeah. before inevitably, I do that like, for every every single one.
2: Die. Well, basically <laughs> well, a security blanket. This next weekend's <laughs> gonna kill me. Endgame is coming out and then we have this fucking battle. I'm gonna lose so many characters. That <laughs> I know. I love. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. It's it's
3: it's gonna
2: be
0: a tough it's gonna be a tough weekend for us geeks. Um that is for damn sure. Um but all right, all right, let's move on to the conversation. Uh so um essentially, you know, uh there's a little bit of setup here with um uh of course Jorah Mormont. Uh, essentially telling Khaleesi, look, like, you fucked up before too, I fucked up, everybody fucks up, Um, but like, maybe take it a little easy on Tyrion, Um, and then he does have one other suggestion to her, and clearly, we are led to believe anyway, that that was to, um, you know, try to to make, um, I don't know if peace is the right word, but um, you know, for lack of a better phrase, try to make peace with uh, with Sansa and and you know, um, to see if she can she can you know make any ground there a, a, as far as winning over her, which in turn would help her win over the people of the North. Very very interesting conversation when they you know sit down and talk. Um, of course, like D- Danny has her little heightism uh, uh, line that you know I was like as a, as a fellow short man uh, with. To, to Jon Snow, I was like, "That's not very nice." Um, but no, in, in all <laughs> honesty, it was it, it was pretty funny. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, you know that whole conversation very very cool. Um, like that, the sort of back and forth that they had, and, and I think this is like really kind of where where Sansa somewhat shines is in these these little moments um, that maybe not all fans. Are probably as keen on as I am, um, and by keen I, I don't mean like they don't recognize them. I, I I just more mean they don't appreciate them or enjoy them like I do. Um, but she is really, um, you know, she's learned a fucking shit ton from Littlefinger, uh, and and I think you kind of see it uh, in this episode where she somewhat pokes and prods at Danny, and it ends with her, you know, essentially saying, "Look, well." if if all of this ends and you know we defeat the dead and we defeat cersei like where are we then you know you know i i don't give a fuck about the iron throne but what about the north like you know we've we've been through so much and we promised that we would not you know fucking go back to you know being things being the way they were um and obviously danny you know was like well that I, I can't I can't fucking have that um, which we kind of got that lead up line um, from last week's episode you know where um, Danny's talking to to John Sansa, and how she uh, needs her to recognize her as queen and this kind of further cements home that like Danny's gonna really have to fucking earn it um, because Sansa's is not just like going to give her blind loyalty um, she's seen that backfire far too many times. Um, And by somewhat poking and prodding, poking the bear a little bit in in this situation, I think um, she, it's a way for her to test Daenerys um, and and to see kind of where her true loyalties lie. I will say this though, I did really like the way that Daenerys presented, um, you know, uh, the reason behind, uh, you know, why she's there and the fact that, you know, who manipulated whom, uh, because I mean obviously John did convince her to come north um when, you know, obviously that wasn't necessarily her her, you know, main goal when she was um, you know, at, at settled in Dragonstone. So, um a lot of fucking cool ass shit in this scene. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it um the politics of it all. Um but Rhea what are your thoughts on the scene? What kind of stood out to you? Um and and do you do you like have a have a side here or do you just kind of see both um both having kind of equal ground to stand on? How do you feel?
1: Uh yeah, I'm not team Sansa at all.
3: Uh, yeah I know I
1: <laughs> I I think uh I mean it's it's foolish to get A mindset that she's gotten to where like I'm smarter than everybody else I've got this I don't trust anybody You know Um, Because Daenerys is not Cersei and she Hardly knows her anyways Um, So yeah I mean to your point of like Trying to feel her out and see What she's all about That that makes sense But then she gets all (laughs) Gets all bitchy in the end About about the north <laughs> and stuff where they're like they're all about to die and she's like upset about uh about uh you know what's going to happen with the north and it's like you may not even live john may not even live we don't know you know so um yeah
2: but yeah, i think it was think a little bit premature for that
1: conversation
2: sure, sure yeah but sure, yeah, uh, yeah
1: sure yeah so, like, um but it's all moot so kind of point truthful. now. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. Yeah, I agree there. All,
1: yeah, yeah, it doesn't really matter now. I mean, in the end, we, we yeah. I don't know if uh, Daenerys will want to give up the throne or not, but uh, probably I'm guessing yeah. she will.
0: I, we'll see. I, I, I think that's really interesting. But here's the thing, like. Does anyone think John wants it? Well, hold on. We're getting ahead of ourselves now. Um, cuz we, we we'll we'll save this. We'll save this for the for the obviously the you know, the last scene uh that it, it was highly important. Um I want to stick with this particular conversation right here. Um Yeah. By the way, also I I uh I I kind of liked um I kind of like Sansa's line, too, which is, uh, to your point, Rhea, like, another kind of, like, bitchy line, um, if you will, uh, if you want to, like, put that moniker on it, um, that, like, where, you know, she's like, you know, Tyrion should have never trusted Cersei. And she's like, well, bitch, you shouldn't have either. <laughs> like, yeah, like, come on,
1: Sansa. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, it's, a, it's 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 and salt in the wound for sure. But, I mean, she's right. I mean... She has I, been. I think
1: you're right about so poking the bear. Season,
0: she has been the most right out of anybody, you know, in in the in the show, and, and basically just because of that one thing, you know. But but still, but yeah, yeah. unnecessarily poking the bear. Perhaps ah. I, I still somewhat. En- I still somewhat enjoyed it, um, Dan. What are your thoughts? Because it sounds like you got something to add here.
2: Well, I mean, this could have gone down to being, like, mean girls, but it didn't. Uh, it could, <laughs> they they really could have gotten, like, petty, like Grandmama Tyrell And I miss her so much, by the way. Uh, but they oh. tried to keep it civil. But, um, yeah, there was a lot of – I mean, it, it was a pissing contest between the two of them. And I think it makes a lot of sense. They both have reasons to – See, I, I don't think I don't think so much Sansa wants to control the North. I think she wants the North to be accounted for, and I think within all of this, in a journey, you're not supposed to lose hope in that the battle will be the end of it. You know, you're supposed to be looking forward past that. That's like what leaders need to do. Um, and anyways, Daenerys is worried about her kingdom after the whole entire war because obviously, we'll we'll, we'll talk more about that one. She has a reaction from John, but uh, I like Sansa. She's learned from some of the worst, but some of the best, like Littlefinger, and those Northerners, man. And I, I know it because I don't know if it's based off the U.S., but fuck, I'm from Boston. They have their pride, man, and it's pride because it's cold as shit, and they're just frozen. And they don't have like <laughs> anything else except for that. So, yeah. Um, but I like I like that Sansa vouch for Tyrion. Um, you know. And I did like that line, actually, at Daenerys, because I think Daenerys needed to hear it a little bit, that you never should have either. I mean, technically, you're the queen-to-be, so... Um, but I think that Daenerys... I, I could just look right through her when she started, like, grabbing her hand and stuff. Like, I just thought that she was kind of being fake. I don't think Sansa was, but she was being a bitch, but I think she was deliberately trying to... Uh, <laughs> okay, so what's going to happen afterwards with the North? How about we get back to that, actually? Let's stop pretending that we're friends, yeah. and... uh it was kind of like just one of those things. I do believe that Daenerys loves Jon. Uh but does she really believe that she's fighting Jon's battle? Who manipulated who? Like I I I never Here's the thing, if Daenerys doesn't do this, this there might not even be a kingdom for her to rule. So she got involved sure. in this, but she kind of has to in a way. So um I don't know. I I I think that I think that Once again, I think Daenerys is breaking down a bit uh, as far as going from someone of being like a Jesus type of concept, if you will, like that, to being someone that's like more interested in ruling and controlling. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I I, I
0: thought about this because, and we'll we'll discuss this more uh, as we get into the later scenes, Um, but I, I wonder if that's the setup. You know, like if that's just if that's what the audience is supposed to be feeling right now, or if that's what, you know, that's how they want to steer it. um, So that when the pivot happens, um, it it will surprise at least some of us. Um, But I I think they're, I think they're basically setting it up so that you could flip a coin and it could go either way, which is, and that's just storytelling. Like that's, that's what yeah, you want. Yeah, because,
2: I mean, this show made Cersei uh, in her, you know, the time where she got her hair cut and she had to do the shame walk, her redeeming, even though she was the biggest villain on the show. So they can definitely do yeah, an opposite I wouldn't where say redeeming. Someone I would just say you were
0: rooting for
2: her, though. Sympathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gain yeah, sympathy towards yeah. one of the biggest villains. Kind of lose uh, some of your hope I felt for no one of your sympathy. biggest heroes. <laughs> well, you feel no sympathy for any of the, like, you know, like, you
0: okay um hold on because i gotta get i gotta get to this um dane uh really quick your your final thoughts i'm sorry what you were saying no that was
2: it that was that was all
0: okay all right well okay so let's move on we got we got some more uh reunions here oh wait real quick before i do uh ray i wanted to ask you if if dane likens boston to the north how do you liken vermont where does that fit in? Is um, that beyond the I wall? I guess
1: we're the uh, land uh, of forever winter, right? Yes. <laughs>
3: I'll be You're the, the wildling in the. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know. <laughs> oh, <there you> go. <laughs> that's right. I
0: I I would
2: totally picture you as a wildling.
0: Like it's, 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 <laughs> that's, that definitely fits you.
2: Um,
3: I'm all right but, with that. Uh, I think there's
2: more. I think there's more sane people in, uh, in Winterfell than there is in Boston. I'm just saying. Sorry, any Boston <laughs> Well, <laughs> there's, there's certainly an argument to be made there. <laughs> um, uh,
3: but, uh, all
0: right, let's move on. Um, so another, uh, another couple of reunions. We got Theon back. We got Tormund back. And we got Ed uh, back. Uh, obviously, the latter two from the wall, Barrick as well. Um, but I want to start with Theon. Um, uh, I, correct me here if I'm wrong, Rhea, Raya, but Rhea's most hated character in the whole series, or at least her most hated character to watch in the whole series, um, did it did it did it give you anything? Did it make you feel like uh did you feel at least like a little bit of of happiness for Theon that he's 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 come back to Winterfell to right the wrongs?
1: Uh, yes and no. I thought it was really weird that <laughs> Sansa like was all excited to see him and hugged him and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, he saved you, but he also did horrible, horrible things uh, worse than Jamie, in my opinion. I mean, taking over the entire (laughs) castle and he basically handed it over to the Ramses in the first place or the the Ramses, the Boltons in the first place. Very true. Right. Um, Well,
0: Although he wasn't going to hand it over, it was like his troops who decided to do that. Um, he was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> because, but yeah. But,
1: but I but I am glad that he wants to like sort of put his life down for Bran. That's that's nice, yeah. and he'll probably die.
0: Oh, yeah, dude, he's totally a fucking goner. Um, yeah. But like, I
1: yeah. See, I, I I think
0: it's so funny how each of these characters have so many different threads and so many different relationships with one another. Um, But like, I, I do understand like Sansa's emotions there. Like, um, like obviously she owes a fucking shit ton to him um, for, for like getting her the fuck out of there. Um, And, you know, I mean, obviously he did some pretty fucking deplorable things. I mean, betraying Rob, Definitely being one of them. Obviously, you know, there's the there's the scene where he burns the letter that he was going to send to Rob to warn him, um, which is kind of the beginning of him sealing his fate down that path. Um, I just think he's been punished. Like, I think his punishment has fit the crime, <laughs> um, it, at least in the way of Game of Thrones. Um, so, like, now that he saved Sansa, and he's back, um, you know, to try and. Uh, you know write that that sort of last wrong if you will um I, I i do i feel for the guy i i i still find like 90% of his scenes very difficult to watch especially when he's when he's un, when he's reek um like that's just it's so painful um but nevertheless like i i do um i do envision like a very um nice moment for him to sacrifice himself um in some capacity. Um so I'm, I'm I'm crossing my fingers for that. Dane, uh your thoughts on Teon, uh Theon, excuse me, uh coming back to Winterville.
2: He did man, he did real quick.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah,
2: well, he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> He's gonna went <laughs> with Probably. Brand to like try to true get the uh the the You know, whatever. He's going to try to protect the guy that everyone's going after. All the fucking enemies are going after. He'll do something heroic, but the only time I've ever felt bad for Theon throughout this whole entire thing was when he got his dick chopped off. And uh, other than that, you know, he kind of did it to himself. Um, And uh, I'm glad that he's going to have some type of redemption. I know people are, like, shipping him and Sansa. I don't think Sansa looks at him, him romantically. I think it's more of a brother sister because he grew up with him. uh, And it's, you know, she still sees that person in him uh, without the wiener. Uh, It's just weird, man. Every time he's on fucking screen, I'm just like, I don't even think that with Grey Worm, but he just looks like Riki. He's always like kind of, you know, just awkward and shit. Like, I got my wiener chopped off. (laughs) Anyways, I'm sorry for talking about that over and over again. But uh, I think that a major thing that people probably didn't pay attention to in this scene was that Daenerys did not seem like she was happy to know that Yara didn't come with him, that she went back. Uh, I don't know if she was thinking about backup. There's not really a port they can go in Winterfell. But it didn't seem like she was like, oh, it's just you. Well, fuck. Uh, but I don't know. Theon's back. Hmm. He's gonna die. See,
0: I didn't pick that up because um, I, I I thought there was something different that you were gonna say that I I picked up from there. Um, but one thing before that, um, it's kind of weird that he was like, yeah, Yara went to back to you know take the uh, Iron Islands in your name. And, like, didn't mention the most important part about that and the fact that, like, hey, if all else fails, like, we have some islands to go to where we can, like, you know, fucking retreat to. Um, That's and, a good you point. You know, where the dead, the dead can't, like, reach us, hopefully. I mean, they do have a dragon, but, like, how many of them can you fit on one dragon? Um, like, so, yeah, I mean, I, I felt weird that he didn't mention that. I feel like it was probably just, like, a... Um, you know, we're supposed to elaborate upon that in our head, I guess. Um But no, I feel like she – you know, when Sansa went to, like, run and hug him, I feel like she was like, like, what the fuck? Like, every – like, it's supposed to be, like, my fucking fleet and my allies, and, like, the one motherfucker who comes up here is, like, going to fucking hug this bitch that I just had an argument with? Like, <laughs> like, why does nobody like me? <laughs> um in some respects like uh, i i mean i i just caught like a little bit of um like what the fuck uh look on her face when when sansa you know ran to hug him um i don't know maybe maybe i'm reading into that too much um probably am especially since there's only 4 episodes left <laughs> um but uh and and yeah, I'm definitely going to die uh but nevertheless i did i did kind of see see a little bit of that uh but anyway um down to uh you know the, the the uh gates of winterfell so uh we, we get um the the triumphant return of uh <laughs> of Torment Giants Vane uh and the others, of course, you know, you had Ed and Derrick Dondarrion. Um but definitely Tormund stole the fucking show. Like stealing Ed's Hug, like that was fucking great. Um also just, you know, like Obviously it's at the tail end of the scene, but like, is the big woman still here? Like uh, like, great fucking episode for fucking Tormund. Um, he's, he's fucking terrific. I just, just a joy. Um, and I'm so happy that he has made it this far. I do not expect him to make it out of here alive, but Hey, at least we've had him for this long, much longer than I thought we were going to have him. And furthermore, like, Talk about, like, all the characters who did 180s. Like, when you first meet Torment, he's, like, not likable at all. So, like, the fact that he is so likable and has such a vibrant personality at this point in the show, um, like, kudos uh, on that. But, uh, Rhea, what did you think about, uh, you know, essentially Torment and, and John's reunion, but, you know, the other ones as well. But, obviously, Tormund still the show. Uh,
1: that uh... – when he like just plowed <laughs> into him as he's trying to <laughs> hug the other guy that I had yeah. just laughed so hard. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> the, the look on his face when he's like, where's the big woman
3: <laughs> <laughs> or what? A,
1: oh my God. He's so funny. But I was uh, like, not to like jump ahead or anything, but I was cringing a little bit when he's chugging the milk out
3: of his <laughs>
1: giant horn. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Oh my God. It's so weird. <laughs> So awkward.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but, and like, but yeah,
1: overall, it's pretty. I just love him. He's awesome.
0: Yeah, he he's fucking great. Um, but yeah, that and we will uh, of course get there. Um, but that that particular little spot in that scene, um, I like definitely my favorite part about it because um, you see Brianne's reaction, um, which is she's kind of like disgusted a little <laughs> bit. Um, Horrified. But, like, Jamie's reaction is the best. Because his isn't really one of disgust. His is just one of like, what the fuck is going on right now? Who the fuck is this <laughs> Wildlings, man. This just great. Yeah, like they they leave their mark. That's for sure. Um, also, the the, the kind of quick little thing that happened like right before that reunion. And, and yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I did like it um, with the little girl who wanted to fight um, because you know she, her her parents were warriors or whatever.
2: Can't um, or my brothers
0: or whatever it was. And obviously it was an ode to Shireen. Um yeah. and that was that was just that was beautiful. Uh I fucking loved that. Um and Gilly, you know, getting her involved in that scene was it was a nice spot to like work her in. Um but yeah, like I mean it was definitely um you yeah, know, that was definitely an ode to Shireen and I, I thought it was great. Um but Dane, your thoughts on the courtyard scene.
2: Well, yeah, I do love that Davos scene. I thought that was great. I also love that when when he's like, we're not soldiers, you are now. I'm just passing out the food right before <laughs> yeah. that girl came around. He's such a badass. Um, but yeah, dude, I love... I love Tormund. Uh, I love his whole story about like how he he got the names Giant's Bane and the, all the ridiculousness <laughs> involved with that. About like how he killed a giant and then slept with his wife at the age of ten and then sucked on her teeth <laughs> for three months and that's what keeps him. Sh- like, are you fucking kidding me? Like this character, I feel like he just was a scene stealer. He said certain lines the way that he did effectively, and they were like, we didn't keep this guy around because I don't know what happens to him in the books, but. He's great on this, and the one line that you're kind of talking about, I'll leave because we're going to go into that scene afterwards, uh, but all around, every fucking time he was on a scene, just like, we might die tonight, you know, like, talking to Brienne, she's like, get the fuck away from me, please, fuck off. I think she screwed up, and she was like, well, I'm happy that you're here, and a smile, like, grin from, like, fucking ear to ear, but uh, I love, love the actor, I hope he gets some work after this, man, he was pretty damn hilarious.
0: Yeah, he was fucking great.
2: I was I was totally expecting like there there is no way that I saw
0: that being the story that he delivered about the name Giant Spain. Like I, there, I I was I thought for sure he was something about fucking a bear was about to come up and I was like, dude, you are blowing the shot, man. But hey, you know,
2: like torment torment has gotta be Tormin. Like if if Brianne doesn't what? like Tormund, watch watching it the second time and seeing all their facial reactions of, of, of him telling this story was just priceless, was especially when he starts pouring the milk all over himself. Fucking hilarious.
0: Yeah, no, it, it, it is. It's fucking priceless.
1: Um,
2: that actor right, knows uh, how to but, commit. Oh, fuck yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> and I do think it's funny, um, Dane. Like, I do think there are a few um, actors that have just wowed both like probably D and D and the audience and I definitely think he's one of them that you didn't necessarily have to keep around but they wanted to. I think Braun of the Blackwater um is another one, because he's just almost insignificant in the books, but he plays a very big part in the show. Absolutely. Um Sam so, as well. Like, th- those are, uh, yeah, but Sam's like really, really important in the books too. Um oh, okay. but like but, yeah, like, I mean, there, there's definitely, like, some characters that, that they um, kind of hoist up um, to, you know, have, have Payne. bigger roles. Podrick, yes. Uh, definitely Podrick Payne.
2: By the um, way, what the fuck is Podrick learning how to be, like, John Wick and shit and fucking singing? And, like, when the hell did he get all these, uh, you know? And all I'm trying to say is, like, Aria, we'll get to that scene, how awkward it was. But you know, I guess she didn't hear any word about Podrick because I think I don't think she would have gone with him. <laughs> I'm just saying.
3: <laughs> you stole my Yeah, golden line,
1: opportunity but, there.
2: Uh, <laughs> props to you. Um, yeah, like definitely,
0: definitely missed out. Uh, like th- th- you would think there'd be more buzz about like Payne and and like you know his cock, um, <laughs> but uh, I guess not. Um, <laughs> But uh but anyway, um let's let's move on to the battle plan and we get our first little tease of what the Night King is after. Um so obviously they, they are, are trying their best to devise some kind of plan um to take out this army and to defeat the Night King. Uh and obviously Bran chimes in and you know says that Basically offers himself up as bait because he is the one that the night king seeks, um, and he also says that uh, he wants a eternal night, um, essentially winter forever, where you know uh, no sun uh, will shine, um, all that jazz. Um, do we do we believe this is? Honestly, what the Night King wants, is there more to what he wants? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deliver this to you as a two-part question, Rhea. Um, Jane, you can take it as such, too, if you want. Um, but do we think that that's really what the Night King wants in the show? And do you think that that will be, if we ever get them, what the Night King wants, um, if, there, if there really is a comp um, for For what they have on the show, we haven't really actually seen it yet in the books. Um, but do you think that is what the others will say um, want in the books?
1: I think uh the the others will be a little bit more convoluted in details and history and background and that that they just didn't touch upon on the show, which is fine they're just trying to simplify it. Um, I don't know if I believe that. Um, it kind of reminds me of Cersei a little bit, the the Night King because <clears throat> he wants a long night, okay? And then what? Then what? Okay, he right. destroys the world. He's got he's got all winter, it's all nighttime. Then what? They just hang out and play games and stuff like that. The White Walkers, I <laughs> just Okay. And, and Cersei's the same way. It's like, okay, she rules the Seven Kingdoms. Then what? Then what? I mean, I don't think she's pregnant to begin with. So, like, I just... I i, I don't think they're looking far enough ahead uh, to for their goals to be very convincing. Anyways. Yeah. If that is really
0: the Night King's goals. Um, like... Obviously like to rid humanity and by capturing the three eyed raven um would you know rid uh I guess the the history of humanity um to sort of I guess make the world in his image, if you will. Um definitely seems a little too simple for the books, but I'm with you. I I'm here with you on like it doesn't it doesn't have to be as complicated as the books. I wouldn't expect it to be as complicated as the books, but I definitely don't think. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more to that um, uh, that storyline uh, within you know the winds of winter and a dream of spring. Again, if we ever get them, <laughs> but Jane, uh, yeah. So same question, same question to you. Um, you know, what's your thoughts on, on the battle plan scene? Any, anything else you want to add? Uh, you know, there's obviously some interesting bits of dialogue uh, within that scene as well. But, you know, mainly the, um, you know, Brand's, uh I guess we'll say for now, revelations as to, you know, what the Night King seeks.
3: Tormund
2: while staring directly at Brienne, we are all going to die, but at least we'll die together. Creepy, <laughs> creepy, romantic. Good old Tormund Giants fan. Um, Dude, this was like the Avengers of Game of Thrones. You notice in that one scene, it was like all of our favorite fucking characters, like all chilling together, hanging out, talking, yeah. discussing strategy. I thought it was awesome. I also love how Bran uh, or Bran or whatever, tomato tamale. Tomato Bran casually just tells them like, oh, yeah, he's after me. Like, I don't know. I I feel like Arya should have probably said something very sarcastically. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Like, will you stop this three-eyed raven bullshit you knew the whole entire time they were after you? Like, you know, he kind of was just very vague about it. He just wants a long night. And like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, I, I, I kind of would have yeah, like, been personally a bit more outraged about this. You know, I know that he's a three-eyed raven. W- does anyone really know what the hell that means there? Like, they're not going to be like, no. what? No. And furthermore, like, stop Just stop revealing information just when you think it's convenient. Like, give us the information. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Uh, I definitely think. Oh, I, I agree with down, that completely. Theon is no, a the dead man. Daddy. I have that written down for my notes, by the way. <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah, but um, uh, I don't know. I also I liked how um, afterwards Khaleesi kind of told Tyrion to like head to the crypt. And then he was like, I've been in this battle. And she's like, no, but I want your – she was smart about it, though. She was like, I need your brains. Like, that didn't save you in these battles. Or you're, you're... physically, it didn't save you in the last couple of battles you were in. Um, and I liked the question, can Dragonfire uh, stop the, uh, the White Walkers? I don't know. And I've like, talked about that briefly at the end. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. So, okay, well, that's good. Thanks, thanks, Brand. Uh But yeah, they, Brand <laughs> is very, very uh, vague. I think Captain Vague is what I would fucking call him. I'd be kind of aggravated if I was in Winterfell. I'd be like, we're fucking trying to strategize here. Oh, just casually. Well, you know, they're after me. Eh, shit happens. Oh, okay, thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it.
3: Yeah, well,
2: I mean, but that's the thing. Like, it, it
0: definitely would have been nice to have that information earlier. Um, and it's not like it's this some new revelation that he just recently came to i mean i think he's been aware of this for quite some time now um you know particularly you know the fact that he got branded and everything um, but um i do think that like uh it, 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 i don't i don't know that it makes that much of a difference in the sense that they have um and the only like, bit that it would have helped is maybe for them to have that plan set in place earlier. Um, but, you know, I mean, they've, they've been going around, you know, doing, uh, taking care of other shit. You know, this was the, the kind of final yeah. game plan, if you will. Um,
2: Here's another but, yeah, question. yeah, it was, it,
0: what's
3: that?
2: Involved, it, it, this involves Brand too. It's something that happens afterwards between him and Tyrion that I almost forgot, but, you know, we have that tough time where he's like, if only we were trapped in a castle in the middle of winter. with right. Nowhere to go. How much yeah. does Tyrion know now? He gets drunk. He's yeah. acting all like just like whimsical afterwards. How much information does Tyrion have now after his talk with Bran? Uh, we kind of never went oh, back to I didn't to even that, think you know? of
1: that. Oh, my God. That's true.
2: Yeah. I
0: mean, the, the show kind of famously um, does that now. Where you know they, they kind of cut away um, from different scenes that lead into other ones, and we're you know kind of supposed to piece things together that may later actually you know come to come to light. Um, but yeah, I mean that's certainly an interesting point. Um, I, I doubt Bran told him that John is Aegon. Um, I, I don't think he would have revealed that bit of information. Um, which I, I I gleaned that that was what you were, but it's possible. I mean, it, it's it's definitely possible, um, especially if Brand can, um, you know, has this ability to read people and to, you know, as, as a green seer, be able to, you know, kind of peer into the future and see, you know, sort of like Doctor Strange, be able to see these various possibilities. If well, if he looks into the future. You know, 14 million and 600 times, and you know he sees that you know, uh, fucking Tyrion's pretty good about keeping his secrets. Um, maybe he does tell him, um, and maybe
3: uh, maybe
0: Brand maybe Brand tells him so that it can be revealed um, to other people at the proper time. Um, sounds like your your brain's like just starting to fire on many cylinders, Raya. Do you have some thoughts?
1: yeah I don't think he can see the future. I think he can see the past okay. and the present
0: um I don't think he can see the exact future, but I mean I think he can um i think he can perhaps see uh glimpses of the future.
1: I don't know. it hasn't really well, it been go- explained. Well, a green seer is different than the three eyed raven i mean I sure. think. I think that the three eyed Raven can see the past, all of the past, everything that's ever happened and everything that's happening right. now, while Green Sears, which is what Jojen was, can see like right. snippets of the future.
3: Sure. But um so
0: yeah, we don't just, we don't know if Yeah, and we don't know if Bran has that power um per se. I, I, I guess I'm um uh I'm using it as a what if, like if he can, then I I would think it would be more probable that he would perhaps be more inclined to relay information to Tyrion that he might not, uh, otherwise. Um, yeah, but maybe just seeing enough of his past, he might be inclined to do that as well. I don't know. Um, but it, it is interesting. It's definitely food, uh, for thought. Um, all right. Any anybody got anything to add here before we move on to probably my favorite part?
2: <laughs> this is what I think is no. the next part. Oh wow! All right. No, I'm I'm good. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, against laid. <laughs> I loved it.
3: I know. Like,
0: like, I mean, again, like you know, it it is too bad that she didn't like have a have. I I would say not too bad that she didn't know Podrick was there per se but too bad that Podrick wasn't like the dude who she had history with who she wanted to share that moment
3: with.
0: Um but hey, we 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 could be selling um selling uh, our guy short here. Um it, it, it's it's been a while since we we last saw him and, you know, he's kind of taken by surprise with the whole um with with the whole, you know, uh Red Priest and all. Um, The Red Woman, rather. Um, And, you know, he did say, you know, it's it's been around the block a couple times perhaps since then, um, you know, in in his days as as more of a free man, so to speak. Um, So maybe he's picked up a few things. Um, But, no, I loved this scene. Um, I loved the the scene right before it, too, between her and the Hound. I thought that was super fucking powerful, um, you know, for him to – you know, essentially say, "Well, I fought for you." You're today. gonna attach those um, two
2: scenes together, Jesus. Yeah, because it's all it's all Arya.
0: Like, I mean, it's basically, you know, it's it's I'm um, I'm um, I mean, what do you, you want to like talk about that scene and then jump to the the pre knighthood scene, then jump back to her getting laid and then jump to the knighthood? No, we're just gonna separate them and talk about them. Uh, talk about Arya's whole thing and then talk about you know jamie and and Brienne. that's how we're doing it Nate. um but uh but no
2: i i well, good for you
0: i did i did uh i really like that setup uh i i i particularly liked uh you know a little bit about the hound uh where he says he's gonna fucking uh uh sort Sir Thoris Mir isn't here anymore, like, it'd be a fucking shame for the Lord of Light to bring you back 19 times just for me to throw your ass over this fucking ledge. Um, that that was fucking (laughs) great. Um, like, the Hound, the Hound's not about hearing any sermons. He's, he's kind of back to his old ways there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just fucking love the Hound so much. Um, and, you know, like, I, 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 as soon as she walked off and was like, he's, you know, where are you going? Well, I'm not, spending my night with YouTube fuckheads or whatever she says. Like, I was like, ah, dude, it's going to happen. She's going to go find him. And, of course, she does. And <laughs> it was fucking Jesus awesome, Christ. dude. Like, I, 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 dude, I mean, they all could die tomorrow. Like, I, I would hate to think that, like, you know, like, if she had the opportunity, she would die a virgin when she could have uh you know,
1: not die to virgin and like, come on.
0: Am I wrong here? Right. Back me up on this one.
1: No, no, it was absolutely adorable. And you know what? They had love for each other way back when, if you look, watch those exactly. old scenes with them and she's like, you could come to Winterfell and we can be family. And he's like, you won't be my family. You'll be my lady. And I was like, "Oh, my heart. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so when they finally, as <laughs> she becomes this like creepy assassin, um, you know, gets enough, uh, uh, you know, age enough to like get in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a terrible way to put it. But like, yeah, she's like older now.
3: <laughs> right.
1: And so, yeah, like, uh, I mean, it was cute. It was, I loved it. It was great. Also Gendry's hot as hell. So I was into it.
0: <laughs> is he your, is he now the hottest person on the show for you?
1: Hottest live person on this show, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, 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 I get you. Um, all right, Jane.
2: <laughs> like, uh,
1: party pooper. Like,
2: tell well, me you could make me sound like a prude. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> this is the reason why I was saying that, you weirdo. You're talking about a sentimental okay. scene between, like, Daughter and 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 father, and then like oh yeah, just group it into when she loses her virginity right afterwards. That's the only thing I was thinking of. I circled that scene so we could talk about it after this. I didn't know you were going to group it in with the sex scene. That's all. Anyways, so let's go from the beginning of that. Uh, I like it how the hound calls her out immediately. Like they're just sitting there, and he's like, "You never, you should shut up," and you know, um, and they they have their back and forth, and she's a very different person. He obviously is, and. And she just asked you flat out, you know, what are you doing up here? And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, what are you doing fighting for someone? Like, you wouldn't be that person, blah, 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 blah. And he said, I fought for you, didn't I? And I thought that was so damn sweet. That was – I love their shitty fucking, you know, Logan X-23 relationship, basically. Like, I love – how he's just an idiot, and he doesn't say the right things, and he doesn't know how to express the fact that he cares about her. And she also, even though she left him for dead, still somewhat fucking cares about him in, like, a fatherly daughter sort of way. Um, but, yeah, that, that scene with Arya and Gendry, there's a lot of people that were just completely flabbergasted. I'm sorry. I, I believe Macy Williams is 22. So if she yeah. wants to do a scene like this, you know, that's up to her. And I don't. I think they, they were very classy about it. I think that they were fine. It is weird for anyone that started watching this because when you were watching her, I think she was like 11 or 12 years old. So, the, yeah, I get sure. that. But people bringing up age from the books to make it even creepier. Sorry, it's. It, I know for a fact the dynamic of age is, is very different. Ned Stark was supposed to be what in his, like, his, his 30s? basically in the books. That wasn't the same thing. And if you think about that, if you want to, if you really want to fuck your head up, think about how old Daenerys was when she gets with Carl Drogo in the show. So I'm not going to do that. It was a cute little scene, you know, between not really teenagers, but two young people, you know, and I love how she seduced him. And I love how she's like, is this your first time? And he's like, what? And she goes, is it your first time? Like how many women have you been with? One, two, 30? And, and he's like, I don't know. I didn't even keep count. Yes, she did. Don't, don't even lie about that. And he just says, he, he, he says three. And, um, I, I thought it was kind of cute. And then, she, uh, like they start taking off their clothes and way too much fucking clothing on them, by the way. Uh, that took forever. But, and I love yeah, how she was yeah. like, I'm not the red. Yeah, exactly. Should have been buckles, like a million buckles. Uh, but I love that line at the end where she's like, I'm not the red woman. Take your own bloody pants off. Like, I just thought that was a great yeah. Aria thing to say. Uh, and oh, it was, yeah. it was a cute scene. I, I liked it. It was good.
0: Yeah, it it was fucking great. Like, um, I mean, like Raya said, the fact that this has kind of been set up. I feel like a lot of this episode, I like, definitely had a lot of fan service, um, uh, but it didn't feel like fan service, and that's like the best kind of fan service. Yeah. That you know, it feels genuine. Um, it works within the context of what you're, um, the story you're telling and everything you're setting up, um. You know, and it doesn't feel forced, and none of this felt forced throughout any of this episode, which is, you know, genuinely why I fucking enjoyed it so much. Um, but yeah, like it, it, it was a beautiful scene. Um, you know, I, I think both were very beautiful scenes for Arya, obviously in very different ways. Um, Dan, you right. I probably could have uh, could have separated them a little better. I'll give you that. Um, but the overall point is. is I I thought it was great for Arya to find kind of maybe not closure but some amount of closure with you know um, herself and the Hounds um, and and even Beric to like a small extent um, also like I love the line where you know was was he on your list and like he was for a time like um, you know like that's that that was you know kind of a, a cool little line because the hound is I think the only person who really knows about her list I, I, that I can think of off the top of my head anyway. Um,
1: Sansa knows, like, I think.
0: That's right. Yeah. Sansa knows. Um, but like not a lot of people know. So like um, he's probably the most familiar with it because he lived with it for so long. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like, um, I, you know, I definitely, uh I definitely enjoyed that, uh, that moment. And as well, just like with Gendry, like um, they, they obviously have feelings for each other, have had feelings for each other. They built it up. We talked about it last week Dane, with, with, with Arya's little twirl when she is walking away from him. Um, like, and like just the setup in this episode alone, where she's like, build me my fucking weapon and like throw in fucking knives at the, <laughs> the like block. like, I, like, you know, like that like
2: that was great setup because I mean
0: it Oh it, yeah it, it
3: reveals the knife like, throwing
2: Kindry so a- and Raging Throner, I think. That that knife <laughs> throwing was pretty impressive. Yes. No, you I mean you, but you could tell, like it, it
0: like he was it was um I I don't think necessarily in like um in in like a overtly sexual manner at that point in time. But I do think he was like, Holy shit, dude, like he was like kind of impressed and maybe a little scared. And, like, and that scene was just shot great because, you know, he's looking back at the knife and she goes around the table and then comes back into the frame, um, you know, very slyly, um, which was kind of, again, an ode to her being so sneaky and, like, being able to sneak up on John in last week's episode. um, And and, and just her line, like, all right, so, like, my weapon? Yeah, I'll I'll get right on it. Like, um, so, yeah, just, like, their scene's Throughout this episode, we're just fucking awesome. I love them all. Um, Raya, anything to Can add? Can I add one thing? Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, you read my mind. Hey, uh, Arya could be pregnant.
0: Could be. Could be. And, you know, I mean, who's to say, you know, that Gendry doesn't, um, you know, essentially get, um, what's the word I'm looking for, unbastardized? For,
2: you know, oh, going for the in the battle.
1: Absolutely.
2: Leg- legitimize Yeah, naturalize
1: you know? him. Yeah. I
2: mean, and, uh, and then it'll, really it's like a callback.
1: Right. right. It's a callback to like the first episode of the whole thing right. where Robert uh, Baratheon's daughter. like, let's view yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: cute. Yeah. Here's a quick yeah. question since you guys will probably mm-hmm. know the answer to it. Who who technically has more? Who's in line to be you know on the throne between John and Gendry, since Gendry's the last of the Baratheons and he's the last of the Targaryens? Because correct me if I'm wrong, the Targaryens were, were were cast out, or do they still have claim over it? I'm I'm kind of confused on that. Well, um, John, well, I think Jon...
1: because Gendry's a bastard.
2: <laughs> right. If
0: he was not a bastard, then. He would have the most direct claim to the throne, um, oh. you know. It, it, you know, with within reason. I mean, it, it's it, because I think just because the status quo is so fucked up and up in the air right now, um, right? Like it's it's almost like I mean, flip a fucking coin, <laughs> you know. Like, I, I, like, <laughs> but, but if, granted, if um, Gendry was uh, Baratheon. That's what that's what I'm going to call it. Um like uh I I think he would have I think he would at, at the very least have equal claim. Um just I mean just because like you said the the uh, Targaryens were ostracized and Robert um they, I mean there's definitely an argument to be made there. They both have better credentials than fucking Cersei. I will say that much. Um <laughs> but uh yeah. But yeah um all right, let's uh let's move on. Uh I to if if Arya and and her journey within this episode is my favorite, which it is. I think Brienne's has to be a close fucking second. Um first of all, we we've already kind of talked about a lot of the build up to this scene. Um, cuz it's just so fucking good. Um you know, just starting off with Jamie and Tyrion, the conversations that they have. Um, in comes Brianne and Podrick. Um, I loved a little bit where, you know, Podrick's like, dude, like, I'll take some wine. Like, ah, I don't think that's a good idea. And just, like, come on. We're all about to die. Like, half a cup. <laughs> and the, like, the, the socket tuning like, pours the thing until it's overflowing, and he, like, gives it that little – We all have drink. an uncle like that. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, that's exactly what it made me think of. Uh, like, the, the, the fun, drunk uncle.
3: Um right.
0: But, like, yeah, dude, it, it was, um, like, I, I loved that. But just the scene in general, obviously, um, a lot of things going on. Tormin and Davos come in. Um, I mean, fucking Davos is live after the whole fucking shenanigans with Torment. Like, I think I will have that drink. Um, it's fucking awesome. See, it's just so good. And with it all leading um, to Brienne being knighted, um the smile on her face like afterwards was just so fucking amazing um and I think that i just i i genuinely love the way that Jamie handles um like their their relationship um I, he he knows that she is in love with him, you know essentially um and like he doesn't feel the same way about her um but like he he doesn't he doesn't make her feel insignificant. Um, at like he, he, his his genuine appreciation for her as a human and, and his respect for her, I think, really comes across in this scene. And I I just truly love like when she glances over at him and he gives yeah. her that nod and then sort of walks away. And then that's when we get the smile. And ah, uh, it just warmed my heart. I loved it. Um, but I, I, like, I'm, 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 I'm already gushing over here. Uh, let me pass it off. Um, uh, I'll go to you, Rhea. Um, your thoughts on this scene, uh, and,
1: and, and any of the other little bits
0: in it that, um, stuck out to you.
1: Um, well, you know, I think the love between them is like a, isn't like a traditional love. I mean, Jamie's only loved one woman his whole life, so it's kind of new to have affectionate feelings towards another woman that isn't his
3: mm-hmm.
1: horrible sister. Um, like a good person to begin with and not a relative. And And, right. uh, you know, she... I don't know why she loves him. <laughs> I think... Uh, <laughs> I don't get it, but that's okay. Um, but, yeah, the the whole... I it's just like having everybody like sort of surrounded around that fire and just like kind of having their moment where like hey we all might die tomorrow so um let's like hang out and like be among you know friends essentially now friends where you know we were all used to be enemies before and and here we are you know just yeah waiting to die possibly and so uh that whole thing, and then, and then Tormund talking about it, it was kind of a little bit competitive <laughs> between Tormund and Jamie about uh, you know oh, if, yeah. if if I was a king I'd knight you ten times over or something times. to her yeah. and
3: she's like,
1: <laughs> she's like okay and Jamie's like oh I'll do you one better so I think it was a little bit yeah. of competition there so yeah, yeah you
0: you could definitely feel the love triangle going on there but you know what right I. I I fucking love Tormund's reaction. He was not jealous at all.
3: He started a fucking
1: slow clap for her.
0: I know. And I
1: was like, my fucking
3: dude. Like, way in the fucking... And then Tyrion's reaction,
1: too. He's like, Sir Brienne. And, like, just the way Tyrion, like, said that, it was just so sweet and very respectful. It wasn't... There was no mockery. There was no, like, silliness. It was just, like, real chivalry in a world of shit. (laughs) yes (laughs)
3: <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> like very very apt way to
0: put it. It yeah. was real chivalry uh, in a world of shit. <laughs> um, I love that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it, it was everything. I think it was really everything that Brienne ever wanted, which makes me think she's going to die, um, and that like pains me. Um, but I do, I do, I, I I agree with you. I think it was it wasn't faux recognition um they weren't doing it just to fucking do it um
3: like and i think
0: that's why she loves Jamie um for well for two reasons one she understands him probably better than most people i think personally i think she understands him understands the person that he is now better than anyone better than Cersei better than Tyrion better than anybody um and uh I think it like for somebody to have that sort of bond and trust, like that invokes, um, an amount of love. Um, but also I, I think just the fact that he genuinely respects her, um, when so many people throughout her life just haven't, um, and you know, I mean, he has saved her life on multiple occasions. Um, Probably saved her life and lost his hand for it, and then went back to save her life before she got mauled by a fucking bear. So,
3: but, um,
2: Jesus, that
0: that would probably make me appreciate somebody a lot. I
2: I, I definitely yeah. think.
0: Um, so yeah, I mean, I I think, um, I think the fact that it was Jamie who did it, the fact that, like you said, everybody was in genuine recognition. Oh, and. Lest I forget, and I'm going to pass it to you right after this thing. Um, God, I love the fucking look that Pod gives her when she says, well, I don't really want to be a knight anyway. And she glances at Pod, and Pod's just like, you're so full of shit. <laughs> like, that look on his face is like, you are being like so fake right now. You have never wanted anything more in your fucking life. Um, but he doesn't say anything because, again – because he respects her and that has got to be something that she you know um wants to vocalize on her own terms and I think that's the thing I think everybody in that room genuinely respects Brienne um and yeah it it was fucking perfect um but Dane uh I I have rambled far too long uh what's your takeaway from this fucking amazing scene takeaways part. I
2: loved it man um I I love how Tormund just like when he finds out, like, you know, cause he's a fucking, he's, he's from beyond the wall. He doesn't know the traditions and he's right. like, well, why, why are not you not? Know? And she's like, well, because I'm a female and he's like, fuck tradition for, for the reasoning yeah. behind that. And I thought that was that was great. I love how he said, "If I were king, I'd knight you ten times over." Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if that was an innu- innuendo supposed to be suggested or if he's being sincere. I think there was sincereness because of his clapping afterwards. Like, that was a great yeah. scene, man. Because I think that it's not only does Jamie respect Brianne, but he, I mean, he's trying to make up for. You know, before all that, before she showed what type of warrior she was in front of him, he was a fucking asshole and she kinda of called him out about it like when she's like, Why why are we having small talk? You've never been fucking nice to me. Uh earlier in the episode. <laughs> but he does he really genuinely respects her and he's like, Hey, all you need to be is a knight to be, you know, to knight someone else. And I, I love that I love Jamie. He's um he's a very troubled character somewhat. Um but, you know, when he was doing the, the kind of like the name uh, side of the cross for Catholics, similar with the the knighting, but it was for brave Justin to defend the innocents. He's a knight that's failed at pretty much all three of those things. And I think most of the knights that we've been shown in Game of Thrones have not all those qualities that Breon definitely has no matter what. And yeah. if anything, she should be a fucking knight. She could, she could whoop half the dude's asses that are out there. You know, the only one that we've really seen to get a one-up on her if there's not multiple people is Arya, and that was a crazy situation. Um, right. So I, 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 love, I love these characters. I love how Torment started to clap, and then, you know, like Tyrion said, like, Serbiranitarth, Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, and And she's crying, and, and I'm getting verklempt I'm, I'm getting a little bit. I'm getting choked up. <laughs>
3: getting
2: a little sad. I definitely get a little misty eye from that, and she looks so happy, yeah. and um,
3: mm-hmm. I just
2: I love the scene. And I also love how they're all nostalgic about everyone's past battles, and they were going over that. It was just like a bunch of friends around a fire. And the first line, I believe, that Tyrion says is, all of us at some point have fought the Starks, and now we're here defending them. It's such yeah. a crazy concept if you think about the storytelling within this that that is the outcome, yeah. no matter what the good guys end up together, no matter what side or what faction or house they're part of. I thought that that was just great. I love the scene.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, it was fucking amazing. And you bring up a very good point. Um, you're absolutely right. Brian is the most deserving, uh, purely based on the qualities that a knight is supposed to uphold. Um, probably there probably, now that she is officially a knight, there probably has not been a more honorable knight since Sir Arthur Dane.
3: Um,
0: And like, that fucking means a lot. I mean, for, you know, her to, at least from the the knights that we have seen on the show anyway, um, for her to, you know, be of that sort of high character, um, no one deserves it more. And yeah, it was fucking awesome, I loved it so much. Um, let's talk about pod song. Uh, I fucking loved it, Ray. you shared um, the um, official music video with me, which I've, I've posted up on geek Vibes Nation on our Facebook page. Um, uh, Florence in the in the machine uh, singing the song. Uh, what did uh, what did we think about the the song and sort of the the way that they sort of overlaid? all of these various characters um, sort of a montage of, of, our other characters who we didn't get to focus on, um, you know, whether it be Sam and Theon um, or uh, Jorah, um, by the way, I, before I say, I just want to say real quickly, I loved uh, Sam giving him Heart uh, heart's bane. Uh, and I particularly loved uh, <laughs> Lady Mormont sort of telling him off and then saying, well, I, still I wish you good fortune cousin. Um that was fucking terrific. That um, was awesome. Oh, oh it was so great. This seems so much fun. Um but uh but yeah what what do we think about the song and, and the overlay of um, of all of these various other scenes? Uh start with you on this one right. Now. Uh
1: yeah, again, very reminiscent of Lord of the Rings for this uh battle that is supposed to be also reminiscent of Lord of the Rings. Um Right. Yeah, I I I like the way that the director like moved the camera so like you know Tyrion mm. asks everybody if they know a song or whatever and they're like no 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 and then the like and then he's like oh well fuck it and then the camera moves yeah, Tormund. Uh and the <laughs> camera moves to like just see like the uh, Pod silhouette and then he starts and then like. Tyrion shock on his face to like hear it was just really, really nice. And I read a little bit about what the song meant. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all knew anything about it, but um, I don't know. It was, it's a, it's a song from the books and uh, which is great because before that there were only two songs in Westeros, the bear and the maiden fair and the reigns of Castamere, which we were getting
3: pretty Mm -hmm. sick of.
1: And uh so so it was real nice to like um it it's good before like a war battle thing. It's kinda like when Braun sang the reigns of Castamere before the uh Battle of Blackwater Bay. Um yes. which was uh extra special as well. So I mean they're just they're just building it up for us delightfully.
0: <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Um and yeah, like I uh I, I I just I do think uh, the actor who plays Podrick has a very nice voice. Um, it's very difficult to sing a cappella, um, and he definitely uh, pulls it off very well. Um, I and it also inspired like one of the better memes uh, to come out since that episode um, of you know the Drake meme putting up the head the hands for Ed Sheeran and then putting up, like, the <laughs> all right finger uh, for Podrick, which I think that's fucking amazing. I love it. Um, oh, and by the way, um, Dan, I don't know if I mentioned this to you last week. Um, I, I didn't know it at the time we did the episode, so I don't think I did. Um, but uh, when um, when Braun is, like, being bedded down by the the three horrors, um, one of them mentions that, uh, like, Ed, the the – you know, Ed, the, the, the little, uh, the, the, the ginger, like, yeah, he came back with his face totally burned off. Uh, pretty sure they're talking about like Ed Sheeran there. Like that, that, like, so <laughs> within the context
2: of game of Thrones,
0: his character got fucked up by, uh, by, by, uh, Danny's dragon. Um, oh, I, wow. I, 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 I feel like that Easter egg is definitely like, I feel like that's what they're getting at there. Um they never of course never explicitly say, but I, I thought it was uh I thought it was pretty funny. Um but anyway, uh your thoughts on the song and of course the Dane and the backdrop of um you know sort of all these other characters in Winterfell.
2: Poor, poor Ed Sheeran. I thought that honestly like when um <laughs> when when uh, Tyrion first brought it up, like, in someone sing I thought he was going to pop out of the fucking closet. I was like, what the <laughs> hell?
3: Uh, it's not like I don't like
2: Ed Sheeran. He's fine. You know, he's, he's a folk fucking pop artist from Britain. But honestly, that scene that he was in, it's like everyone knows that's fucking Ed Sheeran. It would, like, if you put, like, I don't know, Tom Cruise randomly as one of the fucking I, people in a goddamn he, village, you'd be able to tell. It's just awkward. Took me out of the scene. Uh, but, yeah. I, I, like, I, uh,
0: I honestly had no clue who Ed Sheeran was. Like, I knew the name. I had no idea what he looked like. I didn't know that was Ed Sheeran, um, but that's just—I'm just so out of the loop with these things. So, I'm, I'm probably an outlier in that sort of
2: realm. That's probably a good thing. Um, yeah, that's definitely probably probably a that's good thing. Well. But uh, I, it, it was a song about Jenny, so I assume that Forrest Gump wrote it originally.
3: It's a very beautiful <laughs> folk
2: song from uh, Forrest. But I like how, yeah, they kind of had, they had Gimli and Sam and little Sam on the bed looking at each other. And they had Senza and and Theon and Arya and and Gendry. And I don't think Arya would be awake if she got with Podrick. I'm just saying, you know, but uh, whatever. (laughs) And then Miss Sunday and uh, Grey Worm, which awkward scene, you know, uh, that happened uh, with interacting with them. God, that was so sad how he's going off to battle. It's like, you know, he's probably not coming back. That's what that's what this song really signifies, that the battle is about to happen. That's why I need this right. fucking security blanket episode to watch before I watch that battle next week because I'm already going to be in shambles because Avengers Endgame. So this is great. This is a great, great time. I can't wait to watch some <laughs> of my favorite characters die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's gonna be, it's
2: going to be a tough week.
0: It's going to be a tough week, that's for sure. Um, and, Dane, like, come on, dude. Arya would not be sleeping... If if she had been with Podrick, they'd still be fucking going, bro. Like, come on, you know this to be true. Um, oh, no, that's true. But um, but yeah, like um, that is, I'm glad you mentioned that because that that's definitely one that had slipped my mind. Um, the Grey Worm uh, and the Sunday, like um, it, it definitely kind of has that feeling, um, that you know of the dream you know the the final thoughts of like what their dream life would be um if they were to make it um it seems like that is definitely set up for at least one of them to die um and uh it would most likely be gray worm it would make the most sense um but yeah that that's it's gonna be tough we're gonna we're gonna lose a lot of people um it's gonna be. Gonna be really hard. Um, but uh, you know, we'll rally together and all talk about it on the internet and console each other for for countless hours because um
2: I wanna meet need a psychiatrist.
0: Yeah. We we probably need that. Just like a Game of Thrones psychiatrist.
1: Like, come here,
0: come hither, my children, like I will make you feel better.
1: Um be a group uh, council session.
0: Yes. I was gonna say we can at least do that though. Um, all kind of join together and, and, and do what we can
3: um,
0: but so this song leads into the final scene of the show where John is in the crypts and you know finally reveals to Danny uh, that he is in fact Aegon Targaryen uh, I'm not going to take the lead on this one Dane I'm going to give this one to you um, what were your thoughts on this scene and how everything kind of transpired.
2: Well, you know that John's related to Bram because they both like to pick the worst times of, to possibly <laughs> relay information <laughs> display towards fucking people. Hey, John, you're about to go in battle any hour now. Um, you know what's a good idea? Go down to the crypt and start frequently staring at your mother's you know, tomb that you just found out about until you're... <laughs> Fucking soon-to-be queen wife, I guess. That's also your aunt. Comes down there and finds you. It was such an awkward scene. I mean, it was a good scene. We needed this, but did we really need to do this before the fucking battle? I don't know. I I, I don't know. But uh, I love the conversation. Like, hey, so what are you doing down here? Uh, looking at my mom. Uh, wait, that's your mom. Yeah, you know, she actually had a relationship. She didn't get like screwed over by your uh, your your uncle. Uh, he actually was really good to her, and they had a kid. Uh, they did. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she gave it to uh, her 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 brother, which is uh, Ned Stark, actually. Just like casually revealing, basically, like, and not. By the way, I know that there. This is supposed to be back in a time period where incest was not as big of a deal, obviously brother sister was, but like maybe with Targaryens tar- oh, in general. That's it. Well, with the North. Targaryens, I don't know if it's not right. less of it, but no one, no one has stated that they're related. No one has made that, you know, Sam, when he asked John to, Hey, did you say anything to her? And he's like, no. Oh, you, you're trying to like, by the way, it's cool seeing ghosts in that scene. I'm glad that he was there. Uh, they didn't have the oh, budget no! for the first episode to have him in there, <laughs> so that was that was, was really cool that we got to finally see kind him. Of lame. But uh, it was kind of lame how little he was there. But yes,
0: it was yeah. nice
2: to see him. Hey, we're getting an 82 episode or 82 minute episode next week in the battle. My phone into the next episode, which is I think 78. So I'm I'm down. I'm sure they're spending all the money in the next couple episodes to come. Is what I'm hoping and assuming. But yeah, it just yes. Right right away, I'm sorry, as soon as she finds out, when she put pieces in her mind and says, like, you're the true heir to the throne, and she steps back for a second, to me, that is Daenerys falling out of love with, with, with John and realizing, holy shit, like, he's now an obstacle in my way. And they don't even get to have a conversation of, like, I doubt, like you said, Nick, I doubt John wants to be the fucking king of everything else. I'm sure he'd be like, the no. well, fuck... You know, it's kind of like, kind of like how, what happened with with Brian? Like, fuck that you can't be a female knight. Like, fuck that bullshit. Like, we're not going to even, I'm not going to say anything. You can be the queen. I'll be the king. I don't even want to be the king over everything. You can be that person. I will be blah, 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 blah. They don't even get to say that. She automatically starts going, so, like, who told you this? And he's like, Sam and Bran. You know, Bran, Sam's been at the Citadel. Bran's at the Three-Eyed Raven. And then she literally says, and you believe them? You believed your brother and your best friend? Well... You know, I think those are pretty good people to fucking believe in this type of situation, Daenerys. I just – I you can see that she's like now past this. And we see in the, in, the, in the preview for the next episode, all you see is like everyone – all these people could die. And then you see Daenerys and Jon, which I'm assuming happens right after this, have a little bit of back and forth. And she's like, we need to worry about the battle, which is a good thing on her end. But like Sam said, would she bend the knee to him if he asked her to – Technically, he should be the king. Probably not.
3: Right.
0: Probably not. I don't know. It's tough to say. I, I think the, the biggest thing here to me was, or I, I guess I should say, like the most troubling thing about this conversation was the fact that her reaction, and and maybe maybe it's because she is Targaryen, um, but she's. Like the the tension, the the noticeable distance that he had been putting himself from her. Um, I mean, she obviously felt. Um, I I think what what troubled me was her reaction was, you could have a claim to the throne instead of. Does that mean you don't want to be with me? Um, and maybe it's you know maybe I'm overthinking it because. I know the customs of the North and they're not down with the whole incest thing. And that would definitely like kind in my opinion, kind of make John be like, I don't feel right about this anymore. Um, But the fact that she was more concerned about him being in line for the throne before she was concerned about what that meant for their relationship, I think certainly speaks to her priorities. Um, and the fact that um, for for her, her biggest priority is the throne, and she loves John, but that is not where her mindset is. whereas John's biggest priority is to essentially you know protect the realm of men um, and he could give a shit about the throne, and the fact that she brings that up. Um, I think you can see the look on his face of kind of disappointment when that is her first reaction to the news he has given her, um, and of course, like you said, Dane, it was undercut by the fact that there are more important things at stake right now, um, and they sort of both kind of you know give each other that nod as if to say we'll hash this out later. Um, there's more important things to go on right now, but I definitely think you know he was. I think the fact that Sam planted that seed of would she would she do that for you, and to see her reaction, I think at the very least he was probably disappointed um, that that was her reaction. Um, but yeah, I thought that, I thought the scene was set up very well. Um, I, I, I thought the the pauses and breaks when, when she asks who's that, and he says Leanna Stark. I totally thought he was about to be like my mother. And then he kind of doesn't do that. And then kind of slowly reveals this information to her. And you can see her putting it together as he's telling her somewhat akin to the way that he was putting it together as Sam was telling him. um, And this sort of disbelief uh, that they kind of both had to go through, um, you know, in that sense, um, I I thought it was very well, very well done. And uh, I'll, um, before I pass it to you, Rhea, I'll agree with you. You said earlier that the directing and and this episode was phenomenal, um, particularly in in Brianne's knighthood scene. Like I had mentioned earlier uh, that the scene with uh, Gendry and Arya, um, you know, right after she's done throwing the knives and comes around the side of the camera um, like this. This was another moment. The way that it's shot and the way that you get reaction shots, and that's more of the focus than the person delivering the news. Um, they, you know, obviously did some of that in the uh, um, the other uh, the first episode with with Sam giving the news to John. Um, but I think layer on top of layer, it was terrific. Um, and the fucking music. The music in this fucking episode was. So phenomenal! The ominous and, and eerie um, nature to uh, the the score of this episode was just brilliant. Um, and with this somewhat mix of hint, uh, like sly optimism, um, very um, very obscured optimism um, in various parts, it. it, it almost kind of reminded me of the Jaws score. Um, Cause if you know, like the Jaws score very well, there are the obvious, you know, parts of terror with the main theme, the dun, 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 dun. Um, but like when you like, you know, when they, when they shoot the shark with the barrels and it's, it's swimming out and they're, you know, happy that they finally shot it. It's got these, these moments of, of, of happiness and joy right before the shark goes under the water and then back comes this, this, this disappointment. Um, the, the episode definitely felt like it had a um, had I don't want to put it on a John Williams level, um, even though I am comparing it to a John Williams score. Um, but I definitely think it gave it personality. Um, and in that sense, like there's no one better at that than John Williams. Um, so I, I just wanted to acknowledge that really quick, too. Um, but your thoughts on the final scene? within the crypts between Danny and John.
1: Okay. So two things about incest in the North. Um, uh, Ooh. (laughs)
3: um,
1: uh, You remember like when Sansa was in the Eerie and uh, Catelyn's sister uh, wanted to marry Sansa to Robin Aaron? Well, they were cousins and that was apparently cool with them. So, I mean, incest isn't unheard of in, uh, the North, not necessarily. Um, also, you know, the Starks and the Starks and all those Northern houses, all the Northern houses, some of the Northern houses, um, you know, they, they all have like the blood of the first men in them and you don't really get that pure blood without a bunch of incest in your family. So, um. There's that, so I don't think it's like that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal that John and Danny are related. Um, I mean that that's that's medieval history. I mean, all the royal families were related; it was no big deal. And I don't think it's any big deal, Winterfell and the Northmen and stuff. Um, But uh, as far as him telling uh, Daenerys about. Uh, you know his mother and her reaction. I mean, I I I can't help but be team Daenerys. I I like I she I think her reaction uh, was just that of shock, as well as Jon's reaction to uh, Sam telling him. Um, you know, he first didn't believe Sam. You know, and got mad and said, "My dad Ned Stark wouldn't lie to me," and he's like, "Well, yeah, he would." And then uh, you know, it's kinda like the same evolution of reactions uh between them both of finding out. So I think she just needs time, really. And frankly, she yeah. might be a little bit relieved to not be the only Targaryen in the world anymore, right? I mean that yeah. that's she's felt alone for a really long time as far as um uh family goes and I think she might it might be nice to have a nephew and lover (laughs) um (laughs) but also also as far as her reaction goes you know she knows that she has a tendency to be a little bit you know brutal over the top um and it kind of reminds me of when uh tywin lannister was talking to tommen about what makes a good king Um, and Mm. what makes a good King ultimately is having advisors around you to, to help you rule. And that's what makes her a good queen is she picks all these advisors to help her, you know, make tough decisions and stuff like that. So I think all she needs is time and to talk to her advisors and they'll be like, well, you guys could get married and she'll be like, oh yeah, that's cool. And John will be like, okay, yeah. Happily ever after.
3: Yeah, uh,
0: if only it was that simple. <laughs>
1: um, In my heart, I, I, that's the way it goes.
2: Okay, well, that, that's cool. Um, <laughs> that one also died on the Del- toilet from his son. <laughs>
3: um, I,
2: I do want to. I do want to push
0: back a little bit on the Stark thing, because um, your 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 Stark and Car Stark thing and all that. I, I feel like there's there's that's that's Somewhat conjecture. Um, I, I get it. Like I get how you could make that connection. Um, but like, there's there's that actual mean? like, like with with you know there being incest amongst you know all the people in the north to preserve the 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 um the first men uh the blood of the first men. Um, I I don't think there's necessarily evidence for that. I think you I think it's more just like yeah, it makes sense. Um, I guess is what I'm getting at. Like there's not like actual lineage of, of interbreeding um, of in, oh. in inbred, I, inbred. I
1: heard somewhere, um, but I'll have to take a look, but I was pretty sure that Ed, uh, Ned Stark's parents were cousins, but I I'd have to take a gander at the family tree again.
0: Okay. Yeah, I would too. Um, but as far as, as far as um, Robin and, and Sansa, um, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was Liza's idea. She's a Tully. She's not of the North, um, and like Ned was long dead at that point. And I, I believe that happened after um, uh, her mother died as well. Yeah, uh, Catalan. So like, that's that's that 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 doesn't count. That doesn't count as far as um, oh come on. Right, so,
2: to add extra She's for the incest conversation. That extra for this wonderful incest conversation. That doesn't count. That's all I'm saying. So I just searched uh, the words incest and Targaryen, and besides the weird shit I found on Pornhub, I got back to the normal information about that shit. Uh, Apparently, Rhaegar, uh, Daenerys, and they were all products of incest, and that's actually something from what this website is saying. Targaryens are kind of like normal with that type of shit, so – yeah, mm, yes. but the Starks yes. are not like that. That doesn't. That's not like I a I don't Stark know. Thing. I don't know about that I, either. Because we'll, she brought yeah, up a good point revisit. with the. But the yeah. nephew was going to marry Sansa, and they 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 were cousins. There were there were a proposed no, marriage that, between them. That was not a that was not a Stark's idea. That was that was Liza, who
0: is
1: a Tully, who has nothing to do with. Well, the Well, you're Stark. making an assumption that the that Starks point. are totally different. Than the rest of Westeros. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't see. I. I don't think
0: that. I. I have not seen any evidence to believe that they're. Well, like cool with that.
2: You're. You're correct in that yeah. factor, but still, they didn't bring it up at all in this conversation. So obviously, it's not the biggest deal to that. I think it would be more so about who's ruling and and are we still in love as far as can we do this as king and queen because no one's bringing that up, including Sam, who Sam is a logical person and be like, you're banging your aunts," but he didn't fucking say that. So weird.
1: <laughs> yep. Ned Stark's just... parents were related. They were both Starks.
0: They're, like they were cousins. Uh,
1: yeah. Her name was Leara Stark. Yeah. Was second daughter of Roderick Stark. And she married Rickard Stark.
2: Brown chicken, so. brown cow. Incest.
1: Boom.
0: Damn. This is kind of so a hole in my theory. <laughs> um I I, I I do think I still I still feel like I feel like John feels a little icky about it. That's all I'm saying. I I don't think uh, Probably I, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. have I don't have all nah. the, the family tree thing at, at my disposal. But I I mean obviously I'll take your word for it, Ray. Um but like <laughs> uh but like yeah, I d I don't know. I, I think he feels like come on. Like he wasn't being all like uh, like, like, moping around, and, and I mean, he does mope around, that's what John does, but like, he, he,
3: yeah. I think a
0: big part of that was he's like, Oh, fuck, dude, I'm fucking my aunt. <laughs> he's like, That's definitely going on in his head a little bit. I don't think he likes it. I think, I think, that, I think, that's... I think, I think he has something to, I, I think that's at play here, that like, even if he's cool with her, like, being queen and doesn't want to be king and all that, I I don't necessarily feel like he's gonna I be totally comfortable with being with his aunt.
2: I, I think yeah. that he is also he might have been worried about what Sam said though, specifically about like, do you think that she would do this for you? I think all that type of stuff is racing through his head. The fact that he doesn't want to be king and now he's like technically he should be the next one in line, all that stuff. All I know is that if Amelia Clark if I had a relationship with her and I found out that she was my aunt, I would just say, fuck it. And just not even say anything. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> just saying I'm not for incest, but give me a goddamn break. Sorry. Yeah, no,
0: I mean, I, would I, I feel icky about it. Um, but, uh, nevertheless, um, before, before we wrap it up here, we, we did a show. Um, what, um, Maybe, uh, or or we we talked last week, Dane, about who we thought was going to die. I want to talk about who we think is going to live. Who do we, like, who are you Uh, waiting on to live in this next episode? I'm going to give you three to five characters. I don't want to box you in. um, But three to five characters who, like, you would place good betting odds on who's going to make it out of this next episode, and I want to do this. Um, I don't want us to just pick a bunch of people down in the crypts, even though I do feel like they're going to get in through the crypts, and that there, there could be some people who die there, um, but I want to talk about, since we're not talking about who we think is going to die, we're talking about who we think is going to live. Who do we think is going to live who's actually in the battle? Um, three to five characters. Dane, uh, you have the floor, sir.
3: Um...
2: Both the Stark sisters, I think, are going to be alive till the end of this, Sansa and Arya, definitely Arya. Man, Tyrion and Sam would have been on my list, and I don't know if they're trying to swerve us, but both them being in the battle and saying certain lines in the episode made me think, eh, they're probably going to fucking die. Um, but I don't know. Well, I, I,
0: I... But Tyrion's in the crypts. Or at least that's where, that's where he, Daenerys he, told
2: that's, him to go. That's where Danny told him to go, but he hasn't been in the crypt since the they hit, so I I guess he's there technically unless he goes running like a, you know, I don't know how long it takes an empty sure. get from the top of a castle down to the basement. <laughs> but, uh, sure. you know, um, I'm trying to think. I think after this battle, at least, I think Davos will make it uh, somehow. Um, and I, I feel like, after this battle, at least, I think that John and Danny will both survive because they got more shit to talk about, and this has got to go further to the end of whatever happens. But um, I definitely think Arya and Sansa are going to survive all the way to the end. Okay, maybe so Jared. like
0: if you had that – so like you threw out a few names here. You got – like let me put it this way. Your top five, gonna live, go.
2: Now when you say gonna live, are you talking about this next battle or all the way at the end? Yes. Yeah, episode is gonna survive. Episode three. Okay, so the, episode Five. three. I think Arya, Arya, Sansa, Tyrion, Jon, and Danny will all be alive after this. A lot of the side characters will die, but all of them will still be alive for whatever is to happen afterwards. Whether that be more battle with the Night King, or you know, Cersei and her forces coming to pick up the scraps, or whatever. Yeah. Well, I I I'll
0: I, I'll allow it, but I I. I do think both Sansa and and Tyrion are going to be in the crypts. So, um, so I, th- I think you, you're kind of cheating a little bit. But, um, <laughs>
2: but hey, you also well, have, you, you you you're changing the rules up. a bunch. So,
0: well, no, I said people who are actually in the battle,
2: who aren't in the crypt, who aren't supposed to be in the crypt. Um Well, so, Tyrion's but, on the know. crypt, so but Sansa, if take out Sansa, put in Davos. There you go, making happy.
0: Okay.
2: Um... All right, Rhea, same
0: question.
1: All right. Uh Sam for sure. Mhm. He's not hiding in the crypts. Um Arya uh, Daenerys, Jon and Bran.
3: Okay. I think they're all live.
0: Um
1: yeah. I'm not super confident about
0: Bran. Um oh though I do think he's going to live because I don't think the Night King is coming to Winterfell. Um, I think the Night King's army is coming to Winterfell. I think the Night King uh, is going to King's Landing. Um, If
1: Bran Bran dies, the Night King wins. So, end of series. uh, I guess,
0: yeah, to to a certain extent. I didn't really think about it that way. So, yeah, that's a good point. Um, But, you know, um, yeah – I think you're right, ultimately, because if, cause I think if Bran and the Night King were to die, it would be fine. Um, yeah. You know, because it, – it, but, like, if – being that I don't think the Night King is coming there, that I think he's going south, yeah, I guess I would have to put Bran in my top five in that, in that sense. Um, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to go Arya, definitely going to live. Um, I'm going to say the Hound is going to live um <laughs> namely because namely because I fucking want it, and if you will it, it is no dream, and uh he needs to fight he need, he needs to fight the mountain like that has to happen i mean for me like uh, I really want to see that happen so i'm i'm putting the hound on my fucking list um, uh after that i'm definitely going to sam uh I think Sam makes that out i i just don't i wouldn't feel right about him dying i don't i don't think that would be cool at all um I, I, I feel like one of John or Danny are going to die, and I'm not sure which one, so I don't want to pick either one of them. Um, it, it, I, let me rephrase that. I don't feel like one of them is going to die. I feel like one of them could die, um, and so I don't feel comfortable picking either one of them. Um, so I'm going to steer clear of that. Uh, so what, I got three. I got Arya, the Hound, um, Sam. Um, Bran, yeah, I'll go with Bran. I think that makes sense given where I think, you know, what I think is going to happen. Um, and I think for my final pick, mm, oh, it's so hard. I, I, I'm going to say Jamie um, just because, I again, I don't think Jamie's story is over here. I think his big wrap-up with Breanne was the end of her story, Um, but I think Jamie has to make it as far as who's out there fighting. Um, I think Breanne probably has this grand gesture sacrifice to save Jamie, um, and then he goes on to live, uh, which I think is maybe the reverse of what a lot of people think, Um, or at least a lot of the show watchers. Um, So, yeah, that's going to be my list. Um, uh, So, that that that's it. Um, as far as uh, predictions for uh, just broad predictions for uh, next week, do we think? Um, I'll just I'll keep this as broad as possible. Do we think that the Night King is defeated here, um, and then the rest of the three remaining episodes is um, the survivors in the North uh, fighting? Um, you know, fighting uh Cersei and her forces or are y'all more with me in the sense that you think there's a bigger play here? Um I guess where I'm thinking is the Night King flies south to try and um you know have have the army attack on two different fronts, if you will, um and uh, you know, perhaps they meet in the middle um, you know, perhaps, like, somewhere, I don't know, like, in the middle of the map where there's a giant fucking wolf pack led by a wolf named Nymeria um, who can, like, come in and just fuck some shit up. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm geeking out over here a little too much. The main question is, Rhea, do you think that the Night King is going to be defeated in the next episode and the remaining... Uh, part of the series will be the living, figuring shut out, or do you think that the Night King will persist um, and still be uh, a threat that has to be um, dealt with uh, after next next uh, episode?
1: Um, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go with uh, he will be defeated.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Because uh, uh, this, this third one, there's three more episodes left. Um, maybe it'll be, you know, knock out the fantasy part, and then the rest of it will be the old politics Game of Thrones we all know and love. So um, I'm going to go with that. Oh, also, I wanted to uh, mention how cool the dragonglass everywhere in Winterfell was. Like it was poking out of oh, the... Yeah. Every, like, they set up so many traps and stuff, and that's so cool. Yeah, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, the, the little bridge trap and, and the, uh, with, with it on all of the walls, like when the camera pans out from Tyrion and you see it on on the top of all yeah. of the walls, like that's, yeah, that's super fucking cool. Good stuff. Um, you're not World War Zing, this bitch, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Dane, your thoughts, uh, Night King, is he defeated in this next episode or does he persist as a threat, um, you know, uh, for longer?
2: I could totally see what you're saying playing out. Um, and I think that would make sense for the storytelling of having the Night King split up. So he's the overarching villain and we have to go past the Battle of Winterfell to find out. You know how we take him down, even if if he goes to King's Landing or wherever. Uh, the only the only thing with that though is if he's riding the Ice Dragon, that seems like the best counter for the actual dragons that are going to be in the battle of Winterfell itself. Now, technically, they could have those same things they brought down. I don't know really what the fuck weaponry they have, but how they brought <laughs> the how they brought down thing. the dragon. Yeah, exactly from the other side. So. Uh, that's, that's one thing. I don't know how that works, but he wasn't there at the end of the episode. All of his generals were lined up. There was no night King. So who knows? But I would like it to be, let's get this battle over with. Now the dead's done. That whole entire thing's done. And now Cersei who's been the villain can be finally the real big villain at the end of all this. And then we'll see like, like, you know, like the political stuff, like you said, um, So we can kind of wrap that up and find out who's on the throne Um, and there'll probably be another battle. I mean, we got 82 episodes, 78 episodes, 80 episodes, 80, or uh, I'm saying episodes, I meant minutes.
3: 82 minutes,
2: 78 minutes, 80, 80. I mean, that's ridiculous. So I definitely could see them getting killed and then King's Landing being the final villain and or war to end all wars in Game of Thrones or something to that extent. But where's Melisandre? Does anyone know? No nah, Sandra. I, I, seen season. I told she, Varys her, she'll be back and they'll die together in the same battle. What battle was she talking about and where the fuck is she?
1: I know. She didn't say I that think exactly. She's, she's I think she's picking it. up the second sons from Marine to bring them over.
0: Interesting. I I definitely feel like she is going to perhaps Knights of the Veil, vale, this whole um Right Shindig. Uh, like show up out of nowhere and kind of be like maybe the force that turns the tide um, in the favor of the living. Um, and and just to be clear, uh, she doesn't say um, to Varys um, that uh, they'll die like in the same battle. She says that she she will die in this land and so will he. It's very vague. She doesn't she doesn't like.
1: In she Says it in
0: like a menacing thing way, um, but like. I mean, she doesn't say, like, you're going to die a terrible death, Varys. She's like, you're going to die here um, in Westeros, as am I. Like, um, So, uh, you know, maybe maybe he doesn't – you know, maybe he makes it. I don't know. Um, and dies much later. At 80 years old, with a wine full uh, – <laughs> with a belly full of wine and a girl's – well, that part can't be fulfilled. Um, but nevertheless um, – <laughs> Great episode, y'all. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, and fuck, uh, next week's probably going to be difficult. We're all going to be very emotional, um, and uh, it's 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 we're going to need each other to get through it. Um, but uh, all you uh, geek vibes nation folk uh, and free folk uh and game of thrones lovers. Thank you so much again for joining us tonight. Uh Rhea, thank you so much for coming on. It was fucking awesome having you. Especially like I yeah, think being that you were the one who introduced me to this glorious, glorious entertainment.
1: <laughs> Join the cult. Yes,
0: exactly. You you brought me in. Uh <laughs> I am I am definitely drinking the Kool Aid at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Dane, as always, uh, thank you. Um, what we got coming up this week, Dane, uh, I, I'm assuming uh, we got a, a fantastic uh, Wrestling Geeks Alliance show this Wednesday?
2: Wrestling Geeks Alliance, Wednesday, 7 p.m. EST, All the news over wrestling. If you're interested, check us out. Blog Talk, iTunes, all those wonderful platforms. And gvnation.com for everything for news when it comes to Game of Thrones. Comics, wrestling, sports. We do it all. Video games.
0: Indeed, sir. Um, And we
2: will have a
0: uh, playoff uh, catch-up episode of Full Court Press this Thursday at 6 o'clock. Going to be recapping uh, most of the... Uh, uh, first-round series. Most of them should be wrapped up by that point. Uh, And, uh, as always, we will have another fantastic episode of Geek Vibes Live coming at you this Sunday, 8 o'clock, so be sure to tune in for that. Once again, thank you, Raya. Thank you, Dane. Uh, And we will see you all very, very soon. Until then, peace.